0: have I waited. And now, your coming together is your Faking Star Wars Radio. Hello everyone, welcome to a hideous and insidious edition of Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. Thanks for tuning in, here's what we have in store for you this week. Myself, Storm Duper, IG69, and T. Brontor will finish up our bonus episode of our Twilight Zone miniseries, This week, we travel forward in time to watch The Rise of Skywalker before its global release, and we'll report back with a reaction and spoiler-filled review. My name is Storm Duper, and joining me today are my hosts, Teeb Rontor and IG69. Uh, Teeb, have you listened in to Chapter 5 of the Mando Roundup, that podcast I do with Gemma the Hutt?
1: I have not. I was actually listening to Stereo Instructions in Korean on a podcast that I found on an irreputable site, so I have to get caught up on that.
0: Stereo Instructions, meaning how to make a stereo or instructions in stereo?
1: Instructions in stereo. There's one guy screaming at me how to live my life on the left, and then there's another one on the right ear screaming (laughs) at me. But it's in Korean, so I don't know. I just keep making kimchi and hoping that I'm doing things the right way.
0: I'm sure you are. There's many different ways to make kimchi, all of them delightful mm. and sour.
1: Just bury it in the backyard. That's all you really need to do. That and XY. That's right.
0: That's right. Uh, how about you, IG? Have you been enjoying The Mandalorian and the Roundup podcast we've been doing lately?
2: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's one of my uh, new favorite favorite things in life Well, you know guys our time travel adventure has kind of come
0: to an end Um, And so just as a little bit of a pick-me-up I did have some news for you as you're aware our patreon.com is always going strong But we picked up a new follower recently. We just want to give a good shout out to to him And what would his name be?
1: I mean does he have a name?
0: Well, I, I I'm just giving a shout out to him. He knows who he is.
1: <laughs> is that what it says in the rewards? Because he's gonna sue us. He's gonna like, he, he's gonna be the first Patreon patron that sues somebody. We'll be we'll make the national news because we didn't do it right.
0: Right, right. Well, he is won't be Bravo? confused with anyone else because he is our supporter. Yeah, it's a uh, it's 97 Bravo who has joined at the fake Jedi Guardian level. So,
1: awesome. <gasps> That's one of mine. He's one of my people. All right. Well, a tremendous shout-out to happy. you,
0: 97 Bravo. We really appreciate all that you've done. And if you'd like to support the site, you can join us at patreon.com slash fakingstarwars or stock up for the holidays with some T-shirts at bit.ly slash fswmerch. We have a bunch of T-shirts, mugs, and all kinds of paraphernalia there, uh, and I don't mean drug paraphernalia. Although, if you are in the market for that, we can talk privately under the table. That's bit.ly slash
1: fswmerch. So is he like ninety-seven clones?
0: I guess so. Is that yeah. why he's
1: 97? ninety-seven? Ninety-seven, so he's gonna yeah. need to buy ninety-seven T-shirts. I mean, that's just that's that's the way it should be.
0: Or he needs to support us ninety-seven different times on Patreon.
1: Ah, that'll work.
0: If he did that, then I think I'd have enough money to buy a new helmet because mine is getting a crack in the back. And it smells. Well, it always smells. That's How would just... you
1: know? <laughs> did you did you finally have those uh, old factory circuits repaired? Yes,
2: yes, I did, and I'm regretting it.
1: Yeah, wonder why.
2: Guys, guys, we've only got a few
0: doors left to open on our Lego Star Wars advent calendar. You know what that means, right? Space Jesus is almost here? No, no. I mean, yes, but you know what else it means?
1: You'll stop spamming me with your dumb door opening videos soon?
0: No. No. Well, I mean, yes, but it also means that the Rise of Skywalker is opening soon. Oh, what's that? Is that a new ride at Galaxy's Edge?
1: (laughs) Come on, IG. That's called Rise of the Resistance, not to be confused with the luxury space hotel called Rise of Skywalker Ranch.
0: Have you two been taking crazy pills? No more than usual. Why? The Rise of Skywalker isn't a frickin' hotel or a theme park ride. It's the final installment in the mainline Star Wars films, the last film in the Skywalker Nanology.
1: Nanology? Now who's the crazy one? What the hell's a Nanology? Maybe he meant nanotechnology.
0: No, it's a nanology, a series with nine films in it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you should have just said a trilogy of trilogies.
2: Ah, now I understand. The new J.J. Abrams movie, right? What? No, no. I mean, yes,
1: but
0: that's not why it's a big deal. Well, what's wrong with you guys? We've only been talking about this for the last 30 or 40 years. The last episode of Star Wars is finally
1: here. Oh, Right. I'm sorry. I've just been busy watching The Mandalorian. The
0: epic conclusion to the most powerful mythology of our lives.
1: Yeah, I
2: guess so. I've been busy playing Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order.
0: This is the final episode, guys! There will always be another Mandalorian and another Fallen Order, but there will only ever be one Star Wars. Where's your holiday spirit? Where's your Star Wars mojo?
1: I don't know. Maybe we're just suffering from Star Wars movie fatigue.
0: I'll
2: be honest, uh... Something started misfiring in me around the time Solo came out. Good. Good. Admitting you have a problem is the first step.
1: How can you rid
0: me of this pain? I have an idea. It's crazy, but it just might work. I'll be right back. Okay, if my theory is correct, all of our recent time traveling has left your love of Star Wars in the past.
2: Kind of makes sense. Maybe since we always left our Star Wars memories in the present when we traveled to the past, we could have accidentally traveled to an alternate dimension, one where our memories were no longer waiting for us. Like two ships
1: passing in the night?
2: Exactly.
0: But I've got someone who can help. But whatever you do, don't scream or make any sudden movements. <whistles> <whistles>
2: <whistles> <whistles>
1: That might be the ugliest baby I've ever seen. Are all human babies so
2: old in the face? Duper, is that Benjamin Button? Nope. This is none other than baby Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert, the Time Lord. Clone barbecue sauce ingredient guy. From what I've gathered from his goo-goos and gagas, he's the love
0: child between old man Herbert and Kathleen Kennedy.
1: Ugh. This deal is getting grosser all the time.
0: Baby Herbert has been sent from the future to help us recover our love of
2: Star Wars. Our love? You mean you also lost your love of the movies too? But you were all gung ho about it just like a, just a few minutes ago. I was faking it
0: to try and get you guys excited. But I can't fake it anymore.
2: So what's the plan? (laughs) Ugh,
1: duper, Can you translate? I don't speak creepy old man, baby.
0: He says he has a kid-sized version of the TARDIS outside. Where is he taking us, though? A few days into the future. To the Rise of Skywalker premiere. (laughs) He
1: says your love of Star Wars is waiting for you there. Can we trust such a strange-looking baby though? I mean, look at him. He's got He's got a full beard.
0: <laughs>
1: no, no, he didn't mean it, Herbie. Tell him you're sorry, teeb. <laughs> you can't be serious. He's a freaking baby. <laughs> Make it stop. Make it
2: stop.
1: Fine, I'm sorry already. <laughs>
0: Okay guys, let's cram into the mini-Tardis.
1: Just keep the baby away from me, please. It gives me the heebie-jeebies.
2: Duck your head in, IG. It's way too long. Is that better? I'll just hold my head in my crotch.
1: And kiss your butt goodbye.
2: That should do it. Watch your arms and legs, people. Mm, To
0: the future! Is the end just another beginning? The past simply another future? Yes and no, of course, depending on your point of view. But for our purposes, let's consider time to be a flat
1: circle upon which Storm Duper, IG-69, and T. Brontor find themselves skipping ahead to somehow recover their love of Star Wars. Three fakers on a journey to reignite their passion for a galaxy far, far away. But in a moment, they'll come to understand that love comes with a price. And just like Kylo Ren, our fakers will need to make the ultimate sacrifice in order to save the fandom they love. Call it a
0: Catch-22, an Order 66, or a Hangar 18. Whatever it is, you'll find it right here, in the Twilight Zone.
1: Let me out already. My legs are, like, falling asleep in here. Speaking of which, look at baby Herbert. He fell asleep
0: on IG's back. (laughs) Ew. Get it off me. Get it off me. It's drooling. Hold still. I got him. There, there, baby Herbert. Man,
1: I hope that's the last time we have to travel in that baby coffin. Shh.
0: Why would you say that, of
2: all things? You know, technically, we're sort of like three men and an old baby right now.
1: Yeah, but there's no hot chick in it. Still, I'd probably watch it. I just don't want to live it.
2: He says the premiere is a block away. Cool. I've also got to say, I'm already feeling more love for the Star
1: Wars. Yeah, me too. I can almost feel my chlorian count growing. Either that or I'm just hungry.
2: Oh, wow. Look at all those people. I don't believe it. They're all here for a Star Wars movie. Are we sure there isn't a new Marvel movie opening today? No, there's a bunch of rays in cosplay.
0: Excuse me, Ray? Yes. Yes. Are you waiting in line for the rise of Skywalker? Of course. Do you think it's gonna be any good?
2: Duh, of course! Raylo Forever! I'm here for Ben Demption. Is that a baby Yoda?
1: No. No, it's far from a baby Yoda.
2: Can I touch it? Would not advise it. The child is the key to all of this, though. Long story.
1: The line is moving. What are we going to do with baby Herb? Definitely not bring him with us. Maybe we can
0: leave him at a Frozen 2 show.
1: Or maybe with a low rent Tracy Ullman type. I hear they are great midwives.
0: Or a dumpster. Ooh. <laughs> May the (laughs) foe be with you, little guy. We'll pick you up in about three hours.
1: Episode 9, here we come.
2: Do you want to rule the galaxy with an iron fist, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Are you looking to unleash a technological horror at an affordable price? Then come on down to Zori's Super Weapon Warehouse, where we specialize in used, refurbished, and reconstructed super weapons. We have Death Star, Sun Crushers, Star Killers, Starforges and more at prices that can’t be beat. Tired of your super weapons being easily destroyed by inconvenient and obvious design flaws, Our team specializes in aftermarket modifications, including exhaust port grates and shield control backups talk to our sales staff about our customization packages, including personalized throne rooms, giant statues, rust coating and more. Check out our buy two get one free Sithness extravaganza and for a limited time get one free Emperor Palpatine clone with the purchase of a Death Star. Here at Zori's we believe you should be able to break the will of your enemies without breaking the bank. So come on in and start imposing your will today. Do it. (gasps) Oh my
0: gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Uh, can we guys stay here? Can we stay here? Can we stay here and just go see this movie again and again and again and again? There was so much going on. I can't contain myself. I don't even know what I saw. Oh my goodness. What do you guys think?
1: I, 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 th- I think it's the end. That's it. That, that's the, the end. Uh,
0: it can't be the end. There was so much going on. I think they're going to release different versions of it. I mean, unbelievable. How does it make any sense? There has to be something else.
2: I don't know. This is pretty much exactly what I was expecting. So, um, you know. It's all right. Just all right? Did you see the same movie? I think so. Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe I always got stuck in the Frozen 2 line.
1: Oh, well, maybe that, that explains a lot. What happened in your movie?
2: I just thought that they went with the kind of the obvious, the safe route. Um, you know, it, it was a good movie, entertaining. I just wasn't impressed. I didn't think it was super creative or, you know, um, it, it's, these are these are just, you know, the obvious the obvious tropes of the, uh,
1: that any filmmaker
2: would have gone with. So, you know, generally I give it a...
1: Up, C plus, B minus. So you were totally expecting Rey to train with Force Ghost Luke and Yoda, and she's like, just amazing. And she basically tells them, "I don't need any training. I don't require any training because I'm obviously better than you because uh, I'm alive and you stupid idiots are dead." I mean, you you expected that. She basically was like, "Okay, boomer, like f- screw you, little green Yoda. Like
0: I, I can't believe how how um." rude she was to him when she first met him, you know? Like, he's like, I am Jedi Master Yoda, like, you gotta listen to me, and she's just like,
2: I got your books, man, like, leave me alone.
1: Yeah, she wasn't very impressed with his writing skill, that's for sure.
2: No. Did you not watch the first two movies? She's amazing. She can lift rocks like nobody's business without even trying. Luke couldn't even lift um, his uh, X-Wing, for God's sake, uh, without serious prompting. Uh, I'm just saying that, um, Look, she's better in the force in every way, so, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even call that training per se. It's more like they were trying to um, advise her, but they're just not equipped to do that. She doesn't need a teacher. But, like, when
0: they were sitting there on the on the indoor and they were throwing that little laser ball, like, taking turns, throwing that ball to her, like... I mean, it was kind of like they were playing a little bit, but, like, I just thought, you know, this is the Jedi Master Ray needed. You know, Luke wasn't there for her, and so Yoda steps in, and we're going to finally see, like, her get that Master-Apprentice relationship that she wants, and she just lets it all die, like, crazy.
1: Well, the, yeah, and then she goes dark. I mean, everybody wanted her to get the, the Reylo, and she goes Reylo dark. She joins up with Kylo and, uh, spoiler alert, the Emperor cloned emperor i mean i guess we should let people know i mean
0: this movie the structure of the movie is very strange like first of all like the first 20 25 minutes basically all we do is take a deep dive into the history and backstory of supreme leader snoke and then after that very quickly after that ray just suddenly becomes dark it was very disjointed i felt although it was exciting at the same time it's like first of all all the things i didn't like about last jedi like not getting um snoke's backstory in 20 minutes and jam-packed down my throat in asinine detail and then after that like ray her character arc everything just boom she's bad like, it's crazy.
1: Well, yeah, we ma- we got to meet Snoke's family. I was really excited about that. We got to meet, like, all, you know, the 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 survivors of Snoke's, of, of the Purge. I mean, that's why he hates the Republic so much and any, you know, version of that. Because they slaughtered his family. I mean, who wouldn't be pissed off and wear gold? Well,
2: I was, I was getting a little bit of prequel vibes during this whole bit because, you know, I didn't need to see, like, him awkwardly on his first date uh, or, you know, like, this was a bit too much detail. You know, I think Star Wars is always best when it's kept a little vague. But I did appreciate they tried. I did I did like the backstory.
1: I just... No, I agree. I agree. Like, seeing him go to the orthodontist was a little, you know, seeing his first, uh, you know, his, his bar mitzvah, a little, like, okay, we get it. That was cute. Move on, move on.
0: But I thought, like, when he cut into his cake and then spilled it on the floor and he couldn't get to eat it, like, that really helped understand his motivations for why he wanted to destroy the Jedi.
1: Yeah. I mean... Nobody likes to lose their cake.
2: I like to eat mine, too.
1: Are we going to talk about Baby Yoda? Do you th- how do you think fans are going to react to the fact that he gets stomped?
2: Ooh, like curb stomped.
1: Well, he gets clawed-hopped. I mean, if you want to get technical, <laughs> clawed hops on his little freaking head, and that's the end of Baby Yoda, po- folks. Uh, sorry. The <laughs> Mandalorian saved him just for that. Well, he's really an angsty teen Yoda at this point. I mean, because he's 50, like, in the Mandalorian, so he's probably about, like, 80 90 years old now so you know he's kind of like 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 angsty teen Groot where he's like I'm Groot, you know i mean the whole movie he's just kind of moping around like he, he's more emo than kylo ren basically but you know at least he doesn't speak backwards like his you know clone or whatever the hell yoda is to him
2: i think uh i think that was just a peculiarity of yoda like, we never got to hear Yaddle speak, but um, right. I don't think every every member of that race has a speech impediment. Although
0: it was odd that they gave him an Australian accent. I wasn't expecting that. I don't know where he picks that up in The Mandalorian. Maybe we'll see that later.
1: Oh, I know his first words, yeah.
0: Maybe he grows up on an outback planet. Remember when Chewie shares some of his, like, alcohol with Claude and gets him, like, stumbling drunk, and he's just hopping around like an idiot and then, like, blink smashes Baby Yoda into just a putty? Like what a terrible
2: accident! That that green that green blood uh, uh, blood effect they did, where it kind of just spurts all over everybody, that was uh, that was pretty cool.
1: I didn't think he was that annoying. I didn't think he deserved to go out like that personally.
2: Poe was tasting it. That Poe Dameron is a little bit of a dirty bird, that's for sure. I, I just I'm just glad uh, uh, IG Eleven finally got some uh, revenge. He was avenged, not revenge. He's dead, so right. He he was revenged. He was revenged.
1: Uh, well, it was IG 11A. You know, he was. You know,
2: every every droid is special and unique, and um, you know, it's just sad that the universe no longer has IG 11A. You know, yeah. he, he was right. He should have just shot the baby. We all, we everyone realizes it now. The droid was well, right.
1: Would have been a lot quicker. I mean, and maybe less disgusting. <laughs>
2: Not as hilarious. <laughs>
1: I can just hear Yoda's voice
0: saying, The droid is right.
1: Okay, why did everybody have a lightsaber in this movie? Like, everybody had a lightsaber in this movie. Even freaking BB 8 had a lightsaber.
2: Yeah. Four. That was great. Well, he he was like mini, uh, what's his face? Um, Grievous. Grievous. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's true. He did it was, have four. He was yeah. badass. When he was spinning them all around and like flying around like a little drone, that was pretty cool.
0: It was interesting. I mean, this movie did sort of have this subtextual theme about like copying things, duplication. I don't know if it's a commentary on like information property rights or whatever it was like, but the fact that they were able to figure out how to clone basically kyber crystals and and three D print them, like it made it easy for them to to make lightsabers for everybody that's always been a question i've had in star wars is why don't they just make more kyber crystals and in this movie they finally answer that question they just didn't have the technology to do it now they do and everybody gets a lightsaber
1: well everybody gets a lightsaber but i mean still a blaster is much more effective as uncivilized as it might be it still gets the job done personally i'd rather have three blasters than you know eight lightsabers. That's just me.
0: IG, what did you think when they when took those uh, lightsabers and tied them onto the tusks of those orbak horse creatures as they were running around on the uh,
2: the uh, um, Star Destroyers? I thought that was pretty creative. Like, uh, you know, like we always use a lightsaber like a sword, but now like they've used it to enhance the tusks of an animal. Um, like it, it, it just, it opened the world of lightsabers uh, to new dimensions and new uses. And, you know, people can now like Think about more creative ways of applying them in combat. Hmm, definitely. I like the Orbachs
0: in general. I thought they were a cool addition. I mean, it, we now know that um, that these horses are canon, which we finally, you know, we, we did have suspicion seeing their sister animals in, like, the Ewok adventure and stuff, but I was surprised that the Orbachs could talk and that they, were, they basically had an encyclopedic knowledge of the English
1: language. Well, going back to the Ewoks, uh, Ewoks are back. And so are the Kashyyykian, you know, uh, Wookies, the the army of the Wookies, the Ewoks, the Gungans, and all those droids from the L thirty L three thirty seven Rebellion from Solo. I mean, that's who the Rebellion or Resistance or whatever the hell they're calling themselves. That's 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 who they had to get together because, like, basically all the other systems are dead. So they yeah. had to go like retro and bring back all these little furry little creatures and stupids and metalheads. i mean i'm sorry
2: yeah sorry, okay IG. sorry i i I, <laughs> I know all right all right all right i get it racist but anyway <laughs> um so I, I think okay where you guys get okay so we have uh at the end when the uh when the i don't know the, the grand alliance army or whatever so you got the wookies the ewoks the gungans the droids did it not give you a little bit of like um the Hobbit vibe for the Battle of the Five Armies. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, all these disparate groups show up. They don't kind of like each other to begin with, but then they work together to overthrow the evil, blah, you know? Yeah, Yeah,
0: a little bit. I mean, especially since they had a winged Rancor monster in there that was, like, dropping deuces on everybody. Like, so they were just, you know, basically they redid that scene.
2: Yeah, I, I just thought, again, when I said, like, okay, they went the safe route, like, Again, expected, you know, like the resistance needs an army, resistance needs an army, so this is what they come up with. Um, Yeah, uh, but it's it's derivative, you know, like it was already done in other movies. You know, I don't, like, why rip off Lord of the Rings? I'm just saying come up with some new ideas.
0: Well, they kind of ripped off Lord of the Rings a little bit with the Sith knife idea as well. I mean, instead of it being a ring... That they had to destroy. It was the Sith knife that Rey had to destroy, um, but then she chose not to. She chose to use it as a way of improving her uh, her Force powers, and then she basically
2: becomes like a clone of the Emperor. Yeah, but didn't? But she's better than the Emperor, and like basically, like I, lo- I well. Okay, something I, I do like this is that you know when she's saying to like yoda and luke like i'm better than you um you have nothing to teach me and then she joins up with the emperor and kylo and then she's kind of like yeah i'm better than you guys too you know
1: um well yeah they're always betraying each other it's like god stop betraying me uh you, it's like the game of thrones like you're in the betrayal garden it's like if you're sith you're gonna get betrayed it's like you just have to like out betray the other person you know it's like i don't know that would suck so so when
0: when ray um has already turned sith and then the rebels try to contact her before they realize that she's gone bad and then ray mm. shows up on that desert planet and starts training what they think are going to be jedis but then she's like subtly tweaking her sith knife into their backs and making them evil like did you guys think that they were a little bit stupid for falling for that trick i mean I mean the the all the army members had red eyes and they they were like chanting over and over death to all jedi death to all jedi and yet they just all seemed to follow Rey anyway because she was just like an enthusiastic woman
1: cuz they were doing the same thing with C3PO they they did the same trick so I think that they were like oh we can totally ignore our this army of red-eyed converts because it's just a trick because they that were makes sense. we're tricking you you're tricking us you know what i mean They were so, kind of yeah.
0: preoccupied with their attempt to infiltrate um Darth I mean, the Emperor's uh, forces, and then they, they missed what was right under their noses. I mean, isn't that the way Sidious always works? Like, Yeah,
1: he's uh, and very to the edge, too. Like, if he screws up one little thing, whoops, he might actually die. You know, it's the same kind of thing. It's like he's always really close to the edge.
2: Yeah. I actually uh, kind of dislike that trope that, like, okay, oh, so uh, we have to disguise our droid to be evil. Oh, I know. Let's make his eyes red. I mean, do people even understand that, like, the... like color generated from a droid's glowing eyes is just like a setting it de- like red green purple it doesn't
1: matter wait wait what are you telling me are you are you telling me you could just change your eyes at whim yeah yeah let me see it let me let, do it right now do it right now let me see it. let me do it all, right. Do all it. right
2: all right here's blue here's green Whoa. here's red
3: Nails, hair, hips, heels, ass, fat, lips, real, purse, full, big bills, bitch, I'm a big deal. Oh, oh now I'm evil. <laughs> oh my but god, hey, you could just
2: spoiler. I've always oh. been evil. So like it doesn't uh... matter. Yeah. Oh
1: damn. Yeah,
2: like uh the the evilness is like in the
1: personality setting, not in the eye light. So your personality setting is evil so we could just like switch you what what are your other options? like what do you have? I, I also have soft and
2: sensitive and sometimes um weepy
1: Weepy. <laughs> we don't want that. We already have one man baby around here.
2: Speaking of weepy, I mean,
0: didn't you were you dying inside like when Kylo and Ray had that conversation and Kylo was like, Ray, please join me and Ray was like, Really enchanted with Kylo because of his uh, Switchblade lightsaber. And like, that's the reason that she joins the dark side. It wasn't because she was angry or anything. She just wanted this cool new tech. Inside, I was just kind of like, oh, come on, Ray. Like, your character isn't that bad. Like, there has to be some greater motivation for why you're going to become the Dark Force user.
1: She's a millennial. That's what they want. They want instant gratification. So whoever's going to give her that. You know, she's totally down to clown. She's got herself a space sugar daddy who may or may not be related to her. I mean, that pisses me off. This movie, they still are going to have us think that Rey is just some space garbage, which, I mean, makes sense why the Emperor would totally put his essence into her, you know, the clone of her and take over because she's garbage anyway. So who really cares? But I I really wanted her to be like a a Kenobi, a Skywalker, uh, a you know, a Chewbacca, whatever something. Well, T,
0: we should probably explain a little bit the nuance of what we're talking about. People might be confused if they haven't seen the movie yet. Like, first of all, you can confirm that the Emperor and Rey are separate beings in this movie, right? I mean, they're not—they're not necessarily
2: just the same person.
1: I—I I guess let's go. Let's go with that assumption.
2: Yeah, it's like um, it's like a demonic possession, but he's not that. You know, it's not like he's fully in control. The way I understood it was that the Emperor had to get Rey
0: to be filled with the dark side so that she could use the Sith knife to, like, unlock the machine that he was, his clone was living in, kind of surviving, sort of, and then it could be printed, and then she could put the knife into him to make him, like, his essence fully, like, uh, embody that that uh clone
1: do you think everybody got the the callback joke to um the golden child when he goes i I, 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 I want the knife
0: (laughs) i don't know (laughs) if they did but it was pretty clever
1: i got it i mean i'm an 80s kid so i got it immediately i was laughing i was probably you and me pretty much the only ones laughing at that one
0: well like the one thing that confused me about that way though the way they did it once Rey puts the knife into the clone of of Palpatine and his spirit like le- like goes into the clone, does that mean that the spirit also leaves Rey, or does it also stay in her? Like, did, I mean, she's still a dark uh, dark force user and she's still on the side of Kylo and um, uh, Palpatine. But I wasn't sure if it meant that she was like her own person now, or is she still possessed? It was a little bit vague. So, so she
1: kills Poe after that. So I think she's still got like she's either still evil or she's still got like a little bit of palpatine you know palpy in her like maybe like the like it hasn't completely transferred like maybe he didn't transfer all of his essence or whatever through the knife maybe he left like a little bit in her I to see. keep her dark if that makes any sense i
2: think she no, just chose to be dark and then you know that's just the way it is like because she basically like supplants kylo and the emperor is the new ultimate badass you know yeah that's yeah, that's true. Like she Maybe doesn't, BB-8. she doesn't, she doesn't need the emperor's influence at that point. She has his power and knowledge.
1: Yeah, and remember who kills the emperor. Should we talk about that? Well, let's get oh. into that final
0: battle. Like, because everyone's, you know, some people have big expectations for that. I don't want to like do them wrong. Like, I mean, first of all, we can confirm that yes, those star destroyers are the original trilogy star destroyers that we see, and that is the final battle between Rey. Palpatine, Kylo, and the rest of the Resistance.
2: Yeah, but um, okay. So we're not going to spoil spoil any of it, because
0: no, 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 no. I'm saying we will we will spoil it, but like that, just so people know, those Star Destroyers are from the original trilogy. Palpatine has kept them frozen on his ice world, like, and then he defaws them using the power of the dark side, the Resistance is trying to capture Rey back because they think she's been kidnapped. And so that's when there's that amazing scene like where the the, uh, Millennium Falcon pulls up to the Star Destroyer and Rey is seen jumping into uh, the Millennium Falcon. Now everyone assumed from that trailer shot that Rey is actually trying to escape Kylo. She's not kylo then jumps with her and then together they board the millennium falcon and that's when all mayhem ensues and we have this
2: final incredible battle where everyone dies
1: yeah i mean everyone dies
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it well crazy. which again that that was giving me hamlet vibes you know what i mean sure what do you mean well like because everyone dies basically like everybody dies it's, it's
1: hamlet yeah and speaking of hamlet there is i mean she does become a ghost too and I thought it was a very nice creative choice that J.J. Uh, Abrams decided to make her Force Ghost pink, you know, for 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 women, women's lib and female power and girl power and whatnot.
0: Oh no! See, I interpreted it differently. I thought it was it was pink. You know, kind of the reddish pink because uh, she was dark side.
1: Oh, and she's not like full dark side because if she's full dark side, she'd be dark red. Exactly. Dark red is rare. Just ask Disney. So, this
0: is a way, this is the first dark side force ghost (laughs) we've seen. I mean, it could have been the feminine thing, too. I'm not knocking that. It could have definitely been that.
2: Yeah, but it did seem, uh, I thought it was a little sexist. You know, oh, the girl gets to be the pink ghost and the boys are blue ghosts. Like, okay, fine. Um, You know, very gender binary color choices there but um yeah i I like your idea storm duper where it was kind of like it's a mix of the red and the blue and it kind of yeah
1: makes a pinkish hue that would be purple shows what droids know
2: yeah but it's like light yeah it's a little it's not quite purple
1: but well i'm sticking that it was like a a choice i think it was a very powerful choice from like probably kathleen kennedy on set and i think jj abrams you know like a like a combination and they were like that's a that's brilliant we should totally do that just to let the girls know that they're not forgotten.
0: Very likely, very likely. We'll have to ask Herbert to ask Kathleen what she thinks uh, and why she did that. But so so, Ray, when she gets on board of the Falcon, you know, she immediately ignites her switchblade lightsaber and chops all of Poe's limbs off of, off of him, and and just strikes him right through the head with a lightsaber and kills him dead. There was no uh, buildup. There was no di- dialogue beforehand. She just gets in there and is like, oh, here's this white man and just chops him into pieces.
1: Well, to be fair, women aren't known to give Poe much of, you know, any kind of exposition before they act. They just act. And then Poe has to deal with the, the consequences. So she's just like Haldo.
2: Well, and I would also like to point out that she did have the high ground. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she did. That is true. That's not true. that it would matter with Poe. I mean, Poe isn't exactly much of a combatant if he's not in a, in a ship. Oh,
2: no, no. He he didn't even see that coming. Here's the big debate, though, that
0: everyone's going to be talking about, I think. You know, given the fact that, that Rey went straight for Poe, and because she did that, she wasn't able to help Kylo out when Finn uh, shot him to death. And so the question in everyone's mind, at least in my mind when I was watching it, was... Did Rey realize that, and was she subtly trying to get Kylo killed at the same time, or was it just an accident and Finn got his revenge on the First Order leader?
2: I think I, th- I think she didn't care. Like, um, I mean, she was probably going to kill Kylo after this anyway. So. Exactly,
1: totally was going to betray him. So it just kind of escalated her her plans. So it was a win win for her. And she gets rid of she gets rid of Poe, which is you know. The, the, the little bromance there with Finn, so now she doesn't have any competition if she wants uh, for Finn, yeah.
2: I'd just like to give a shout-out to my, my little bro BB-8 there for his amazing destruction of the
1: Emperor. Okay, I guess we're talking about it. All right, yeah. We're doing I mean, it, let's
2: do it. Come on, man. Dro- droids,
0: it's... droid power. Most people from the trailer probably would have expected a giant um, fight and, and argument between Rey and the Emperor, but that's not what we got at all.
1: No, I mean, he was flying around his, with his little, you know, drone sabers and
2: you can't repel uh lightsabers of that magnitude he's just like like a blood he's like a blender just flying through he basically like just like like cut his way through the emperor's chest it was it was gory it was graphic and
1: and lovely i just and i i want to say i'm pretty sure at this point that the emperor is actually dead because he was like Dead, and we see his body and he 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 dead he like you said it it, it went through his heart i you know oh should i say he's one with the force or whatever the hell because nobody really dies in star wars
0: if he wasn't dead i mean bb-8 spent about 10 minutes rolling over him over and over again like just pulverizing him into a bloody pulp after he lightsabered him like to death so why why would they show that if we weren't to accept this time around finally that the emperor has died I don't know.
2: No one's ever really gone.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the message of this movie in some ways, but I wasn't expecting Jar Jar to show up right after BB eight rolled over the Palpatine saying Mesa back.
1: Well, yeah. And then you find out he was working with Snoke's family the whole time too. I mean, who saw that coming? Well,
2: I, I think it was actually cool that, like, of all of the characters, like, I mean, the only one to really survive this debacle was Jar Jar, and um, he's all that's left.
1: Well, and Kira, don't forget, Kira shows up at the very end.
2: That's true, she she saves him. Like, yeah, they, they get on the ship because they're like the head of the Black Sun now. Crimson Dawn. or whatever. Yeah, and who
1: was that laughing in the background? I do believe I've heard that laugh before. Darth Maul? It was
0: an amazing uh, tie-in to Solo, you know, one my favorite Disney Star Wars movie in the end, that Kira basically gets to collect the rest of the uh, Star Destroyers that are left over. She gets she captures BB-8, and her and Darth Maul, um, you know, take off into the sunset with Jar Jar.
1: Yeah, I mean, they basically loot the they loot everybody and and take all their crap. Yeah, like you said, anybody who's dumb enough to stand up against them gets immediately killed. So, I mean, all the Force sensitives are dead.
2: Yeah, and now so, they have so many lightsabers. Yeah,
1: exactly. They have it's just like a pile of lightsabers <laughs> for all the people that thought they could wield them. You
2: know oh, I, I I hope they make like a throne like Game of Thrones the, the sword throne, like uh like a lightsaber throne. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. And anybody who sits on it immediately dies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just like just falls into pieces. Like right. Oh!
1: <laughs> All right. Well,
0: I mean it was a very unusual film. Um I'm, I'm happy with it. I mean, I think it tied up a lot of loose ends for me. Uh, I did have questions, of course, uh, afterwards as well. But overall, I think it did a great job of honoring the spirit and tone of Star Wars um, and the message of Star Wars, which is no matter what, Jar Jar will still be with
1: you, basically, to ruin your life. That's why I'm surprised you like this movie so much, because, I mean, Jar Jar, does make he, he, he's like the winner of the nanology, <laughs> you know?
0: I think in the I think the reason I was okay with it was because it sort of acknowledged his character a little bit more and gave him a little bit more to do, and it made everything he's done in the past more sinister and interesting.
2: Yeah, he was he was useful in this movie. Like he he was he was actually like okay, they used him appropriately because Jar Jar was never the problem with the prequels. He was just um, a symptom of bad. Like he was the obvious low hanging fruit that everyone could latch onto, and the real problem was bad writing. At least you know sure this was a slightly derivative movie like they again all the callbacks and and um sort of recycling other uh fantasy and sci-fi tropes and, and ripping off bits of other movies but they 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 took him and they they plugged him in in a uh in a way that made sense and actually brought out the best of um the uh the character and i thought again a good performance bomb at best so I,
1: I wanted to say too and i i think we forgot about this but What about Rose Tico? I mean, she didn't die in the final battle. She flew off and managed to escape. So I'm wondering if maybe they're going to give her her own trilogy now, because now that the Skywalkers are dead, are we going to have like the Rose Tico saga where she has to battle like uh, Kira and, and Jar Jar and Darth Maul? She gets, she basically is a coward, right? Because she's getting her hair cut and then she finds out about the onslaught coming. And instead of like joining her friends in the face of the enemy, she flees. I mean, it was a great haircut, but, uh, you know, you got to go back to the front when your friends are getting their butts kicked. I mean, Poe dies, and she doesn't even know about it. So, like, are they going to, like, what? what what's going to happen after that? Like, is this going to be the new trilogy now, the, now that the Skywalkers are gone? I don't know.
2: Well, I was thinking about that, because, um, like, she would have tased herself. Like, in the second movie, she, when she she tases Finn for trying to leave, and then she does the same thing, actually worse.
1: Yeah, way worse way worse yeah she should tase herself i i think she should perpetually tase herself but that's a whole nother we could talk about that for an hour (laughs) i could watch that for an hour Especially now. I mean, she's a coward.
0: Well, on the bright side, it was a very cute haircut. And the thing is, now that uh, Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac and um, uh, John Boyega have come forward saying they're not going to reprise their roles in any other Star Wars movies, it does open the door for a Rose Tico, Jar Jar Binks, Ryan Johnson directed trilogy, which I think many fans will be very excited about.
1: What fans? That's like when they have a spin off of a spin off of a spin off of the, of the B characters on, you know. A, a, a spinoff it's like oh here's this random person that was on the show three times as a guest star now we're going to give them an entire show yeah good luck with that that's what it'll be like with rose tico
2: and i'd like to say that i hope they that um all of the main cast has as much luck staying out of star wars as harrison ford did <laughs>
1: <laughs> great yeah
0: Twitter kids, don't miss out on this great merchandising opportunity. Pick up your Galactic Social Media Sith Knife Rainbow Maker for only $9.99, available now. Don't be the last one in your class to get your Sith Knife MacGuffin. seen briefly in trailer clips for The Rise of Skywalker. Having trouble expressing your distaste for all things Star Wars? Just whisper your problems to the social media Sith Knife Rainbow Maker and it will direct you to the proper channels. It can feel your anger, and it likes it. Tired of posting your complaints to the same 12 people on Twitter? The Galactic Sith knife rainbow maker will heal your wounds. Just gazing through the knife's bumpy contour will create a rainbow and a safe pot of gold at the end, a toxic and deplorable online community where you can take a steaming dump on everyone's Star Wars joy with no fears. The Sith Knife Rainbow Maker is even capable of finding a community of people who will smile and nod at you while you complain about the number of strong females in the latest Star Wars, while ignoring all the other strong females that you prize and esteem in your private life. The galactic social media Sith Knife Rainbow Maker also has a reversal mode. Is your name Ryan Johnson and you want to engage with the legions of fans furious over your contribution to the Skywalker Saga? The social media Sith Knife can shoot legions of rainbows at their comments to cleverly reverse the hater community comments to make them look bad instead. Never worry again that you've ruined millions of people's hopes and dreams. Act now to get your galactic social media Sith Knife Rainbow Maker, either in Gunmetal Grey or the new special edition in Rose Tico Gold. Faking Star Wars, Listener Mail. Okay, well that sound means it's time for Listener Mail, and we have a a, a message from Lori Quick, aka Sheev Palpatine's mistress, who is at unknown underscore regions at Twitter, who writes, Sheev, please. How is the return of Palpatine?
1: Palpatine? Palpatini. Palpatode. You could take this one, Ig.
2: Uh, I thought it was great. I mean, anytime the Emperor is in any Star Wars anything, it's awesome. He's probably the best character ever. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think uh, it's great to to have um, good old Palps back.
1: Well, I was I was encouraged to see the the throwback to Who Framed Roger Rabbit from Disney, where they basically killed palpatine the same way that the judge was killed where like duper said where he's like essentially rolled over by bb8 like 50 times and he's turned into paper like you know think the phoenicians
0: palpyrus as a tour.
1: ah pyrus i yes. like it i like it now i don't know what uh she's mistress is going to think of his demise but it was definitely uh, one for the history books. Yeah, and I thought
0: it was odd, you know, maybe not so predictable that in his absence, uh, he had decided to start transitioning and appeared in the movie wearing high heels, which was an unusual choice of wardrobe for him. Or yeah, or it, or Z. I don't know. know.
1: Do you think that they, that those shoes were better than Greedo's shoes, though? I don't
0: know. No, no, nothing's
2: better than Greedo's shoes.
0: I think I'm just surprised that you know, in all the build-up to The Rise of Skywalker, we heard so much about how JJ was going to include a gay character in the movie, and I just didn't think that he would make Sheev that character. Uh, I thought that was fairly bold because you do risk a lot of um, social media antagonists uh, coming at you hard if you cast a gay character in a negative light. But I guess he just soldiered on, and he was like, "This is Sheev. This is his orientation. You know, this is uh, this is how he's chosen to live
2: out his days." And I think Sheev's a very gender-neutral name, anyway, so you know, it yeah. could be a girl, it could be a guy. It's like it, it works. Sheev, please. There yeah. you
0: go. Very surprising. That works. And we have one more from Aubrey Max Knievel, who's at Leah Peach Nineteen, who writes, "Oh, you're going to the premiere? Was Ryan there? Did you poop in his popcorn?"
1: I don't eat popcorn.
0: Yeah, but the answer to that is yes. Yes, I did. Right, right. He was there and yes, team, you pooped in his popcorn.
1: I didn't poop in anyone's popcorn. He did. He did all the pooping. I don't eat popcorn. I, I don't I don't touch it. So
0: actually the answer to the questions the answer to the question is actually no and yes. So no, he wasn't there, and yes, IG did poop in his popcorn.
1: <laughs> sure. That's about right for this. Well I podcast. pooped in
2: somebody's popcorn. So <laughs> pooped in everyone's popcorn.
1: I didn't even know that droids could poop. Well, it's not really poop. It's more like, uh, what do they call that? Um,
2: Used motor oil?
1: (laughs) No, cell. Oh, God, what are they? You know what I'm talking about.
2: No, nobody knows what you're talking about.
0: No one's ever known what you're talking about, team. We've gone through this nine-episode miniseries, and I still don't know what you mean about anything. Whenever I hear you it's like the voice of uh, the peanuts gang's mother's like
1: whack 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 whack
0: and I've been trying my hardest that to is- pretend like I understand anything you're saying but the secret has to finally <laughs> come out
1: <laughs> Well now now at the end only now in the end do you understand yes. how ridiculous everything I say is okay thank yeah.
0: I- <laughs> Okay, guys, well, it's time to turn it over to Darth Eckham. That's Mike Mann from Channel Star Wars with the real news rundown
3: for the week. Greetings to all out in the New Republic. It's time again for Star Wars Daily Weekend Edition. Coming to you this week from Moss Eisley. Brought to you by Chalman's Cantina, Pelimoto's Repair and Daycare, and ChannelStarWars.com. Star Wars news for Star Wars fans by Star Wars fans. Filling in for Mike Mann while he's busy chasing Kowakian monkey lizards, I'm your host Jason Gaylord. (laughs) To start us off, this week marks the official opening of the Rise of the Resistance attraction at Galaxy's Edge in the Florida sector. As a special treat and excellent PR move, the evening before, Disney Parks live-streamed a special grand opening media event, including a flyover by the highly anticipated Boeing X-Wing drones. From everything I've read and seen on the YouTube, this looks absolutely amazing. Trackless cars, droids, the first order, even a fully integrated waiting line so that patrons are immediately involved as soon as they start their wait. Well played once again, Mouse. Well played indeed. Hey everybody, it's me, Mickey Mouse. Additionally, Disney announced the Galactic Star Cruiser experience will open in 2021. From the launch pad to the Halcyon to the Black Spire outposts, this adventure is sure to be amazing as well. Coincidental timing for this info? Come on, it's Disney. We at Channel Star Wars look forward to future details. Don't everybody thank me at once. Next, we go to our friends at Marvel. This week saw the release of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple issue number 5 comic, featuring the story, The Collapse of All Things. This is quite the epic conclusion to the Dark Temple saga, but wait, that's not all. Marvel has also re-released some of the classic comics of yesteryear: True Believers, Star Wars: According to the Droids Number One, Death Probe Number One, Hut Run Number One, The Hunter Number One, Vader vs. Leia Number One, Star Wars Saga Number One, and the original Star Wars Facsimile Edition Number One that started it all are all available to keep us busy throughout the holiday season because there's no other Star Wars-related items being released anytime soon. Oh. Wait. What the whoopers? And finally, my personal favorite, The Mandalorian Chapter 5 The Gunslinger. After a space shootout in the opening, no, that's not Rick Ali, Mando is forced to land on the closest planet for repairs. This episode brings us some familiar locations as The Mandalorian takes on some work to pay for the much needed repairs to the Razor Crest. Directed by Dave Filoni, who epically visited the same planet in Star Wars Rebel, hint hint, and featuring Ming-Na Wen, this chapter is chock full of fan service with an excellent (coughs) storyline. That's all the time we have this week. Be sure to check us out on all your social media platforms. For ChannelStarWars.com, I'm Jason Gaylord, reminding you... He's no good to me dead. And now, back to Faking Star Wars Radio.
0: Alright, well just a little pitch in there if you're interested in faking Star Wars uh, uh, response or reaction to the Mandalorian Chapter 5, tune in to the Mando Roundup uh, featuring myself Storm Duper and the lovely vivacious gangstress Gemma the Hutt. Uh, A lot to talk about there, Teab. I know that you are a Disney guy. What do you think about the Rise of Resistance ride and the X-Wing drone opening promotion? And did you see those videos on Twitter that people posted of riding it the first day when everything broke down and they had to stare at a welder for 45 minutes?
1: No, I did not because I don't like to have my mind pre-blown. This is true. Um, When we were going on our first Disney cruise, I wouldn't let my wife show me anything about the ship because i wanted to just experience it you know i just want to walk in and be like wowed and awed and everything um i did i have been on instagram and seen a few little things and i'm like nope i don't want to see that i don't want to see that other <laughs> than the special that i watched um uh earlier last month they had a special so i did get to see a little bit about the ride there um but i am kind of pissed off that uh neil patrick harris doogie got to go see the stuff before anybody else 'Cause he was there on opening day. But he did get stalked by a lot of idiot fans, so that's good.
0: IG, will you be uh making tracks to Orlando to get on the Ride of Resistance? Ride?
2: No way No, no, sadly that's a bit out of my range. Uh maybe if they bring it over to like uh Disneyland in uh Japan or something like that, I can uh I can go take a take a ride, but No,
0: (laughs) I was amazed that
2: they had such problems
0: with the opening day. Uh, I thought that they tested these things, but apparently they don't. Uh, The same thing holds true with Star Wars movies as holds with Star Wars rides. They just put them on a big design template, chuck a bunch of labor at them and throw them together and then see what catches.
1: Oh, they had to have tested that thing a million times. It's just maybe there was a a saboteur, maybe a disgruntled, uh, you know, Current employee at Disney decided to uh have a little bit of uh an FU moment where he wanted to remind people that he was important. A saboteur?
2: I thought the welding would have been part of the ride, you know, like oh it's like it's like watching space repair. Well, not
0: not trying to spoil teeb, but uh actually uh IG, the welding is part of the ride.
1: Yeah, I mean the engineer's on the Death Star, right? you've all you all watched clerks so I mean you yep. could have just immersed yourself and Disney does have everybody there dress and act uh, very uh in character. so it'd be interesting if they got like you know like Joe welder out in town and it's like ur, ur, and they're like you gotta put on this uh, outfit and uh you know pretend like you're part of Star Wars. I
0: wish it were not true Teeb. I wish it were not true, but it's true all of it Well,
1: all of it great. So the other thing, uh what was the other thing he mentioned? Uh the drones. That that sounds really cool.
0: Well the Star Cruiser, the Galactic Star Cruiser ride, which I guess is coming out in twenty twenty one.
1: Oh God. Three thousand dollars a person. A person. For what? one night? Yeah. That's just to get into the hotel for you know, one night and be in the experience. For, for how many nights? nights.
0: No, I'm asking, is it for one night? How many? Oh, nights? I don't know. I think
1: it's like for, it's at least a weekend. I know, I think it's like at least three days. So it's almost like a cruise. Like you're on it and it, you book a space and everything like that, but uh, you're not really going anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm really excited about it, but $3,000.
0: You pay money for Disney to trap you in their mall, basically is what it is, huh?
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 We'll probably start a fund for it, to be quite honest. I don't mean to go fund me. I mean, uh, we're going to save some freaking money. I don't go around begging people for stuff like that. and annoys the hell out of me.
0: That's an insane amount of money to be locked in a hotel. I know that's one of your biggest fantasies, IG, but uh, what do you think about it?
2: Um, I, I can't see spending that amount of money. Uh, for, like,
1: no. No. Not uh, on something like that.
2: <laughs> not, no i mean god it just seems
1: no think about that <laughs> like basically there's going to be people that are going to put their entire credit card charge is going to be to this right event and I, I will say this it's probably one of these events in your life that you want to do before you die like on your bucket list kind of thing but <sighs> six thousand dollars man if you take you and one other person. They should
0: just make it open to open to dead people as well because there's no way that they're going to be able to put everyone on there when they when they want to be before they die. They should just allow uh people to to bring in corpses as well as part of the experience for a slight discount.
1: The bucket list and you literally bring in somebody who's in a bucket like just a bucket yeah. of bones. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this is my grandfather. He's a bucket of bones. <laughs> he really wanted to go on this ride. They're like and they're like uh that's $3,000. <laughs> for your bucket of bones,
0: it was—it was his dream to get squeezed like a sponge by Disney, even in the afterlife. So we, <laughs> we we're going to have his funeral here at the Star Wars Galactic Hotel, and all the money that was going to be spent on his burial, instead, we're spending on this experience. Uh,
2: yeah, okay, that'd be, that'd be, that that might be—that might be better
1: than uh, blowing like ten grand out a funeral or something. But Th- this is the reality for me. I mean, again, let me be real here. If I'm going to spend $6,000, the first person that breaks character on me, I'm going to knock their effing teeth out. (laughs) Be it a guest, be it a cast member, be it anybody, I'll be like, son of a man. (laughs) I paid $6,000 for this. You ruined my immersive experience. I have to knock your teeth out now. It's the But law. then
2: you're breaking character too.
1: No, I'm going to totally be in character. Why can't I be a scoundrel? You don't know what I'm You don't even know what character I'm going to be. What do you think I'm going to be? Uh, 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 uh. No, man, I'm going to be a badass. I'm going to be like uh, Han Solo. Who shot first? I think it's going to be they assign you a character
2: and, and you're. Oh just, hell no! Oh my God, wouldn't it be awesome if you were like oh, the host no. Tico and you spend your whole weekend just sitting in front of an <laughs> escape pod with a taser?
1: It <laughs> just tases you over and yeah, over again. <laughs> uh, i hate you ig <laughs> you ruin everything you
2: can't leave the hotel <laughs> but i need to go my i have a family emergency Bzzz,
0: ah! on second thought i think this is a great idea i i'm gonna start a GoFundMe to send Teeb to uh the galactic uh galactic star cruiser adventure
1: <laughs> that would no that's a great question though like what if they did what if they like assigned you a character Oh my god. You know what? My friend tried that. He tried having a murder mystery party and people were, or a spy party and people were so stupid they kept reading the like the, the, the password thing that you're not supposed to reveal to everybody so they just all literally walked around with little cards going, too much pizza gives me gas. Too much pizza gives me... <laughs> it's so stupid. So that's what it'll be yeah. like. It'll be like you're going to pay $6,000 and you're going to have all these hack, weirdo, wannabe Star Wars losers that are going to be walking around thinking that they're cool and nobody's as cool as
2: us. Come on, man. You can't have an entire ship full of Jedi. I mean, come
1: on. Exactly. Exactly. It would...
2: So, yeah. yeah. Character Jedi, 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 smuggler, Jedi, <laughs> Jedi, smuggler. It's going to be 200
0: people who have to spend three days together as Jedi, and the whole point of it is going to be like this yoga reflection retreat where they like have to find new oh. ways to use lightsabers. It's like, I never thought I could use a lightsaber before as a toothpick or to clean the gunk out of my fingernails, you
1: know?
2: Open my beer can.
1: Yeah. You're going to oh need a lot God. of beer
0: if you do this trip, I think, teeb.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do it, though. I mean, I don't know how. I'm going to move some things around, sell some organs. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure something out because we're going to go. I mean, I have to. I mean, I have to. But like, I'm, I'm really worried because, like I said, I might go to jail.
0: I've never been so excited for someone else's vacation.
1: Because <laughs> I'm not going to want to be uh, – you know, like when you go to something and there's people around <laughs> – It's like when we go to screenings and some idiot brought a dog to a screening the other day. A dog! It wasn't like a service dog either. It was this old lady and she had a dog literally walking on her neck. This little white poodle dog. And I'm thinking, you just ruined Knives Out for me. Because all I can think now is this, why do you have a dog in the movie theater, right? So you're going to go to this space cruiser thing. And you're going to have one of these moments where hell is other people. And they're going to ruin it for you. And you're going to kill them. And you're going to be on the news. (laughs) And then they're going to shut the ride down. And it's going to be all your fault. Scene. Well, it is all
0: our fault here at Faking Star Wars. Uh, We have stolen away your Star Wars holiday joy. Well, guys, you know, it has been a long road. I mean, time travel has really jumbled my brain here. And I know it's affected uh, IG circuits. Um, But I just wanted to extend a word of thanks to you for going down this difficult path. Um, and confronting, you know, confronting fear is the is the true path of the Jedi, the destiny of the Jedi. And uh, I think you guys did it with a great a plum. So congratulations to both of you.
1: I'm patting myself on the back right now.
0: If this is the way of the Jedi, I'd rather be a nerf herder. So what was your uh, single favorite moment from this nine-part trilogy that we've put together um, during all this time travel? Uh, you know, what, Looking back, what was the moment that was like the most intense or the most amazing or the hardest for you personally to deal with emotionally?
1: Uh, I think um, doing this bit, doing this wildlife zone, While I was on Disney property at one point where people were looking at me, where I was pretending to be Greta Thunberg (laughs) and that I was eating an old man's leg for five minutes as they were walking their dogs looking at me (laughs) and looking like they wanted to call security on me was the highlight of the Twilight Zone for me. And, oh, yeah, and the choppers were circling around.
2: The police choppers who were definitely looking for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, even though it wasn't me. Teeb,
2: did you feel small
1: and
0: embarrassed and uh, completely ridiculed?
1: All, all the time. I mean, that's just my daily life, if we're being real, so.
0: <laughs> Our work here is finished, my friend, then. I think we need to get t-shirts. You know, I survived the Twilight Zone 2019.
1: 100%, yes. I, I would wear that. I would buy a bunch of them. I would force my son to wear them to school.
0: I would wear the Sith out of that t-shirt.
1: There you go. You get it. That, that's the new, that's a new
2: Force power there. Uh, parental Force clothing wearing.
0: <laughs> force fashion. And how about you, uh, IG? You're a, you're a fairly even-keeled guy. You don't usually get too riled up or uh, put off by anything, but what was your hardest, most challenging moment from the Twilight Zone production?
2: I, I think probably uh, by the end of the prequels, like, I had lost the will to live. <laughs> but uh, sadly, droids can't die from that, so... Right, yeah. I had to soldier on.
1: We could just twitch, switch your settings to Weepy, and then, you know, or... whatever <laughs> or, or, or or other <laughs>
2: Hi there, fakers! It's your pal, Mickey Mouse. How you doing today? Just a quick little letter from our massive group of corporate attorneys that your podcast has been identified by the Walt Disney Company as in violation of our global domination corporate image. It's been targeted for total destruction. Won't that be fun, kids? You have five minutes to cease and desist from all fakery, fun, parody, and satire, or Disney will blow up your studio, your homes, and your families. Nothing like some fireworks to keep things exciting. (laughs) Ha ha! The Walt Disney Company will not take no for an answer. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to Disney Plus for all your favorite family-friendly Disney programming. Thanks a lot.
0: (laughs) Guys, that is all
1: we have time for this week. So uh, tell the listeners where they can find us, Teeb. Well, you can follow Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at at Faking Star Wars and on Facebook at HTTP colon forward slash forward slash facebook.com forward slash real faking star wars
0: your precision in reading off that uh url was enticing Teeb. i mean it's like i like the fact that you're so inclusive like that you recognize the true fact that most of the people listening to this podcast have never used the internet before ever
1: or have heard of facebook or how to get to facebook without typing the http colon forward slash forward slash notice i didn't say https colon forward slash forward slash because i don't know where that'll take you that's right. Shouldn't you add www? No, no, you don't have to do that anymore. What? Are you? Okay, boomer.
2: Hey, hey, yeah. hey! Every time I log into Netscape, I have to do that. So <laughs> Netscape.
1: <laughs> log in to
2: AltaVista. Alta Vista. Look, look, my, look! My dial up modem <laughs> makes me do these things. I don't know. My AOL account. <laughs>
1: He still has the CDs. He still has 900 hours of CDs. <laughs> Real well. <laughs> if you want to
0: submit a question for us on Twitter, use the hashtag FSW Radio, and we will read it next week. You can also get official Faking Star Wars T-shirts and other great gear at bit.ly slash merch. That's bit.ly slash FSWMerch.
1: And you can follow me on Twitter at Storm Duper. And you can always follow me at T-Brontor. That's T-E-E-B-R-O-N-T-R. You can also follow Faking Star Wars Radio at F-S-W Radio on Twitter and Instagram as well.
2: And you can follow me if you discover the map to IG69.
0: If you like what you hear and want to support what we do, you can visit www.patreon.com slash fakingstarwars. Sign up. Become a patron. You will help us out financially in these difficult holiday uh, months. Uh, to help keep making content that you know and love, you'll also get a great reward for as little as a buck a month. You could be like Darth Taxis, Keith Harmon, and our brand new Jedi Guardian 97 Bravo. Yay. It's like Have the you Three Musketeers now.
1: Yeah, we got three people. I don't know. Stop he, the presses. He joined at, like, the, the
0: $15 presses. level, you know? So, I mean, if he does that every
1: month, my goodness, we're in the money, boys. So we got to keep him happy because he can cancel any, month. months. So every month, we have to make sure we're giving him good content. Play,
0: Placate him. This entire podcast is going to be like Hollywood to China, you know, directed at 97 Bravo, who is the most handsome, most gregarious, most... Uh,
1: yeah, he's the leader right now, isn't he? Because we, uh, we got two knights, and now he's the guardian. So I think so. He's the guardian of the knights. So I think those other ones need to step up their game is all I'm saying. Most likely. But have you written us a review yet? That is the question. And if not, well, you should probably consider giving us a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast platform of choice. And if you write us a funny review, we may just actually read it on an upcoming episode.
0: As always, stay tuned to FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. Thanks to you and all of our wonderful followers for listening. May the foe be with you. See you next time.